Hello and welcome to episode one of the Positive Pig podcast with me, your host, Sophie. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really, really excited to have you here. This is a project that I have been wanting to do for so long and I've been putting it off and putting it off for fear of it not being perfect. But today I have decided is the day that I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. So today's episode is going to be about what the law of attraction actually is and how you're already using it in your life, perhaps without even knowing. But before that, I'm going to tell you how I was introduced to the law of attraction. So when I was around about 17 years old, I had never really heard of that term. I had been brought up in a house where my dad would read self-help books, so I saw a lot of those on the shelves, but I never really picked them up or showed any real interest in them. Until one day I came home from work and my dad said, come and sit down and watch this, watch this, you've got to see it. And it was The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, it was the movie of The Secret. So I sat down and I watched it um, with my dad for as long as it was on, about an hour and a half. And at the end I specifically remember saying, what a load of bollocks, (laughs) because it just seemed so dramatic and kind of mystical and I think lots of people are introduced to the law of attraction through that film or that book and I absolutely love it but I do feel that it puts a lot of people off because of the dramatization and you know the loud music and all the kind of visuals that go with it and it tells you the principles of law of attraction but it doesn't really explain how to apply them or go into much detail about them so you kind of leave it feeling like well you know if it was that simple everybody would do it and it is that simple but there's a little bit more to it than is shown in that film so my intention for this episode in particular is for those of you who are a little bit skeptical and think it's some kind of weird magical belief or even if you think it's some kind of religion because I think People mix it up a lot with a religion, which it definitely isn't. It can make links to religion, but it isn't a religion. So I'm hoping that you'll leave this episode feeling like, oh, right, okay, yeah, I'm a bit more open to it. And that you'll come back next week and listen to a little bit more about it. So let's start off with a definition of the law of attraction, which I have taken from the amazing Jack Canfield's website, If you've not heard of Jack Canfield, definitely look him up. So he says, the law of attraction is a universal principle that states that you will attract into your life whatever you focus on. Whatever you give your energy and attention to is what will come back to you. So basically, your thoughts create your reality. And that is so true. And I'm going to give you some examples now of how that works in real life and how you might have experienced it even if you didn't know that the law of attraction was working for you. If you have a think about a day where you wake up and the sun is shining, it's absolutely gorgeous outside, you're really looking forward to something that day, maybe it's a Friday and you're looking forward to the weekend or it's a particularly special day, you get out of bed, you feel really refreshed, you put your music on and you're dancing around while you're getting ready for work, you're setting off for work and you really enjoy your drive to work. Maybe you stop off at a shop and the lady behind the till is absolutely delightful, really pleasant with you, there's no cues. Then you get into work and somebody gives you a compliment. 
and everything just goes your way all day long. And believe it or not, that is as a result of the first thoughts that you had that day. So when you opened your eyes and saw the sun and saw what a lovely day it was outside and you were feeling really good about the day, that sets off your energy for the day, that sets off your thought processes, you're expecting everything to go well. On the other hand, we've all had one of those days where you get out of bed and you're so tired, you've had an awful night's sleep, maybe you stub your toe on the way out of bed and then you can't find your clothes or something's missing, something breaks, you've forgotten to pack your lunch the night before and you're in a rush and then as soon as you get in the car, obviously every red light that could possibly be on is on and you're getting late for work, you're getting all stressed out, then you get to work your boss is maybe shouting at you because you're they're annoyed that you're late. You get in there, everybody's being miserable, and it's just an absolutely shit day. Well, that again is a res- as a result of the way that you have allowed your thoughts to control the kind of day that you have. Now, obviously, we all have days where maybe you've not slept very well and you're feeling pretty tired, and you wake up in the morning and it's chucking it down and you're just feeling pretty miserable, but. You have a choice whether to continue with that thought process, feeling miserable and complaining and whinging about how awful life is, or you can stop it right there and you can change the course of your day. And that's the tricky part, because when you are feeling cold and miserable and you don't want to get up and you're tired, it's very difficult to find the motivation to then think, right, I'm going to snap out of this. But once you begin practising that, it becomes a bit of a habit And you have less and less of those days and more and more of the positive ones, despite the outer circumstances. I really like the analogy that Steve Harvey uses because he says that you have two managers in your mind. So when you wake up in the morning, you're deciding which one is going to go on shift. Is it the one who is going to make your day go really smoothly or is it the one that's going to make it long and absolutely miserable? And you have the power to decide which manager to put on shift that day just simply by changing the thoughts that you have. Another misconception is that you are not in control of your thoughts and it is true that you have a lot of thoughts in a day and they're actually coming from your subconscious brain which I'll go into detail about in another episode but you can control your thoughts, you can decide which thoughts to take on and listen to and which ones to just let go and ignore and you can purposefully think about something that makes you smile so that's definitely something to try tomorrow morning when you get up just really try to make those first few thoughts that you have that day positive and just watch how that affects the rest of it another example of the law of attraction that you might have experienced is when you've been thinking about somebody or you've just been talking about somebody and then suddenly you're in the supermarket and you walk around the corner and there they are And it just seems so bizarre and it's often called a coincidence. But actually that is because you've attracted that person. It can work in a positive way or a negative way. For instance, you might be avoiding your mother-in-law and then there she is. Every corner that you turn, she's right there. So with the law of attraction, it's always, always working. So it's such a good idea to learn more about it and to find out how you can make it work in your favour instead of against you. I bet you can think of a time in your life where something has broken and because people always say bad things come in three, you're expecting two more things to break or two more things to go wrong and because you are, they do. 
So that confirms your belief that, you know, you're out of control of what happens in your life. But actually, it's total bollocks. You can completely change that. You can start creating good things happening in your life. You can start working towards what you actually want instead of just thinking that you have to accept that your life is just shit and other people's isn't. If you're new to this concept, then you'll probably know somebody in your life who everything just seems to go their way, like nothing really bad ever happens to them. And you might even feel a bit jealous towards them because you feel like if they fell in shit, then they'd come out smelling of roses. But if you think about that person, they are more than likely the kind of person who doesn't join in with gossip and doesn't complain about the weather and absolutely anything that you can think about. And even in negative situations, which they still will have, they'll look on the positive side and try to pick out what's good about the situation. And that is no coincidence. I can almost guarantee you that that person is purposefully avoiding being negative because they understand that negative thoughts and negative words create a negative experience. And who the fuck wants that? So another good little experiment to do is to try and avoid whinging and gossiping and moaning about things and you might think that you are quite a positive person but believe me when you start trying to do this it's really hard like you cannot believe how much you whinge and gossip and that's because that's kind of how we make connections with people if somebody says they've got a headache you say you've got a headache even if you didn't have one before you'll you'll start having one because you're connecting with that person if somebody complains about the weather It's just basically like almost common courtesy to agree with them about how shit the weather is. And when you stop doing that, it can be quite hard to connect with people because lots of people are not used to that. So it's really, really quite a difficult habit to break. But if you can break that habit of whinging and moaning, just that on its own without doing anything else will completely change your life. Even if you can just begin to notice when you're complaining and when you're whinging and when you're gossiping it's quite alarming and it will make you much more aware of it and after a while you'll start attracting people who are on the same wavelength as you who are also looking for the positives and then you can make those connections again with people who are going to raise you up and talk about the things that you want to talk about which is how fucking amazing life is So another word that you'll hear a lot when we're talking about law of attraction is the word manifest or manifestation. And again, you are manifesting all the time. Manifesting basically just means bringing a thought to life. So you could have a really small manifestation, like imagining that you're going to make a cup of coffee like most people do in the morning, then going downstairs, putting the kettle on, pouring the coffee out and drinking the coffee you've manifested that coffee because you already thought about it before you even made it equally it might be that you're thinking about the dairy milk in the fridge and you go to the fridge open the fridge and eat the dairy milk and you see how all my examples are food based because you know your girl loves chocolate so (laughs) but it could be something massive like manifesting a yacht The only difference is that people who can manifest something like a yacht are very, very confident in their ability to manifest. They know that it works just the same as manifesting a cup of coffee. So if you go to a car park 
and you expect there to be a car parking space, you're going to find one that's going to be the one right at the front, the exact one that you need, the one that's parked next to two nice cars that don't bang your doors. If you think that the car park is going to be full, you're going to be driving around that bastard for 15 minutes shouting and whinging and then just as you think you've got one, somebody else is going to go straight in there and you're going to be parking on the road because you have not manifested it. You've manifested the lack of a car parking space. The universe, or whatever you want to call it, there's lots of different words for it, but I use the word universe, does not care whether you want it or not. It doesn't discriminate against wants and doesn't wants. It only hears and sees what you are thinking about, what you're putting your attention on. So if that is something negative, like debt, if you're saying to yourself, oh, I don't want to get any more debt, I don't want to pay any more bills, it doesn't hear the I don't want to, it only hears bills, debt. So that is what it's going to bring to you. So you have to switch your focus from what you don't want onto what you do want instead. When you're in a bit of a negative spiral, This is the tricky part because in order to start creating the life that you want, you have to think those positive thoughts, even though you might be in really shitty circumstances at the time. Because with the law of attraction, there is a little bit of a time lag. So what you're experiencing now is a result of what you have thought about and put your attention on and your focus on in the recent past. Now, whatever thought you're having is creating the future that you will have so you have to kind of see past what you're in now and begin to focus on what you actually want to experience next so now i've told you some real life examples of how it's already working for you and you might be realizing that actually it's not working very well for you i'm now going to tell you a bit more about the science behind it so we're going to go way back when to good old Albert Einstein, who was considered to be a complete and utter genius. He said that everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. So if you don't believe me, believe Albert. So now that we know that everything is energy we can start to talk about how that actually links into the law of attraction. So alongside the word energy, there's also another couple of words that you need to understand the meaning of. And those words are vibration and frequency. So because we are energy, energy vibrates. A frequency is how you measure the vibration of that energy. And there are endless different frequencies. There are high frequencies, and there are low frequencies, and we are aiming for the high ones. When something vibrates at a high frequency, that means that it's something positive. If it vibrates at a low frequency, that means that it's something negative. So, if one of your co-workers is bitching and whinging and moaning, they are vibrating at a low frequency, and they will attract more people and more things that are vibrating at that same frequency. They're going to act like a bit of an energy vacuum and they're going to suck everybody in to that black hole of negativity. And we don't want to be going down that hole. So there are the other people who are vibrating at high frequency are the optimistic people, the positive people, the ones who look on the bright side. That's where the good shit happens. So you have to kind of imagine yourself a bit like 
a fridge. That's a really shit analogy, actually. But, yeah, like a fridge, and you're attracting magnets to you. And depending on what kind of fridge you are, <laughs> if you're a miserable fridge, you're going to attract miserable magnets. <laughs> and if you are a positive fridge, you're going to attract all the little sparkly ones that you bring home from your holidays. You will have no doubt heard the term good vibes. It's on basically every pencil case and school bag and t-shirt and everywhere you look around it says good vibes on things, good vibes only. Um, what that means is good vibrations, which actually means vibrations of a high frequency. So vibrations can be sensed. We don't need to tell each other what we're giving off. You can just sense it. And it's not necessarily just people either. It can be places, uh, situations. And the easiest way to explain the fact that we can communicate our vibrations without talking about them is that a gazelle does not need to go over and ask a lion whether it wants to be friends because it senses that that motherfucker wants to eat it. There's no verbal communication happening there. It's just picking up on those vibrations if you go to a funeral, it ain't going to be the same vibes as your Christmas party. And that's because the energy is just vibrating at a different frequency. And we just pick up on that. So because we are energy and everything else that exists in our world is energy, that means that we have the ability to draw towards us things that we are vibrating on the same frequency as. And this all happens in the field of energy that we are all a part of. So there is no separation between me and you and everybody else in the world and there's no separation between objects and experiences. The only thing that we have to do is align with that same frequency and it has to then come to us, which is exactly what Albert Einstein said. But there are two camps of understanding when it comes to the science that underlies the law of attraction. Some people think it's total bollocks and they are the people who believe in the principles of Newtonian physics which suggests that basically we are just cogs in a machine of the world and then there's the other camp of scientists who work on the basis of quantum physics in which we are influencing the world around us. There are no separate parts and everything is fluid and always changing. So I'm not going to claim to be a scientist in any way, shape or form, but I know which fucking camp I'm going in. And it's the same one as almost any successful person that you will come across, including the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Jim Carrey, Conor McGregor, Will Smith, the list goes on. There are endless amounts of successful and successfully happy celebrities um, and lots of other people who aren't celebrities, of course, but we can hear celebrity stories easier, who put their success down to the principles of the law of attraction. So I hope that that's given you just enough science for you to be able to be convinced that maybe there is something to it and to go off and do a little bit of research for yourself because it is a rabbit hole of information and it's super, super interesting. And why wouldn't you try these principles out when there are so many people that believe so strongly that their success is down to the law of attraction? It's worth a go, even if it doesn't work for you, which it will. But even if it doesn't, which it will. What have you lost? Absolutely nothing. And you've got so much to gain. 
So that was a bit of a whistle-stop tour of the Law of Attraction. So for those of you that already knew all of that, please come back next week because I will be doing a new podcast every week based on a topic linked to the Law of Attraction and I hope that you will get something from it each week that you can take away and implement into your life. And for those of you that are brand new here, I hope that that's given you a bit of an overview of what the law of attraction is and made you feel a bit more open to learning more about it because it really, really is so amazing and it is so, so life-changing. And it's a topic that I am incredibly, incredibly passionate about and it is literally my life goal to be able to share it with other people because I could talk about the law of attraction all fucking day. So hopefully I now have people who actually want to listen to me doing that. And there's such a lot to learn about it. There is endless things that you can learn about the law of attraction and I am learning new things every day and I have been learning about it for, like I said, probably since I was 17, so what, 16 years? I'm a spring chicken. But I've actually been kind of studying it for the last three or four years. Uh, Definitely the last couple of years, I've really kind of ramped it up. And it has made such a massive difference to my life and to the way that I can handle situations that life does throw at you. So I just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And I am really, really excited to continue sharing with you everything that I know because I know that it's going to make such a difference in your life as well. So even if you're in a really, really shit place at the minute and you're feeling pretty down and miserable, just know that you can change your life completely by applying these principles and I am going to try and show you how to do that. Have an amazing day. If you want to come and follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is positive underscore pig underscore inspo. Or you could also follow my art page, which is Positive Pig Art. I will see you next week for more juicy Law of Attraction goodness. Have a fab day. See you soon. Bye.